This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. Vast Wasteland Episode 26 Fall TV Emmy Preview 2009 It's Vast Wasteland, the podcast journal of popular culture, with Mark, WD, and Marty. I'm announcer about 4,000. And now, from the pop culture bunker somewhere in the flyover states, take it away, Mark. Well, thank you, Announcer Bot, and welcome to Vast Wasteland. And tonight it's Fall TV and an Emmy preview. And we are actually taping this before the Emmy, so we're not cheating. So you want to go to sfpodcastnetwork.com for this feed and other SF Productions podcasts, or you go to iTunes and search for Vast Wasteland. You can contact us through the website, through Facebook, or email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. And finally, you can call our new voice line, at 614-321-9737, that's 614-321-9SFP. So, we've got you covered various ways. You're saying that, you're saying, you know, we're doing this before the Emmys as if we're going to guess anything correctly. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> theoretically. All right, but first, we are going to talk about the new fall TV shows. As in most years, there's about three or four shows that the networks really push and a bunch of shows that you will get no advertisement for and will disappear in like three weeks because they never were advertised and they, no one knew they existed. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's take a look through this. This is in alphabetical order. Over on CBS, we have Accidentally On Purpose and it's Jenna Elfman returns to television. Woohoo. Well, I'd probably, I like Jenna Elfman, so that'd probably be the only reason I would possibly look at the show is that I like Jenna Elfman. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and they've been plugging this one like crazy. Right. So. Right. This is one of the ones they really, you know, they're pushing to hope to, to add something to their Monday night lineup. And we've got The Beautiful Life uh, over on the CW. Now, <laughs> the CW, which which condenses all its uh, show titles down to just a few letters. Right. Because I say, The T- Beautiful Life, TBL. TBL. What's on the OC? <laughs> Now, what I've read about this is that the the network is so unsure of this show that they were basically stopping advertising before the first episode hit the air. Uh, if they were really, really unsure about the show, they would just set cameras up and call the people week by week to come in. Right. <laughs> I don't watch, I don't think, anything mm. on the CW. Nah. I, I, a little and, bit, and this one just bit, sounds like little. they're trying to do like a knockoff of Sex in the City or it's something models, like that. It's a Inc. type yeah, yeah, I mean, thing. And I, I read that, that, that at one point, if you went to the CW website and clicked on the link for this, the link didn't work. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the <laughs> level of interest the network has in it. We have Brothers over on Fox, where retired football player returns to his hometown to reunite with his family, including his brother, whose promising football career ended because of a car accident. And so oh. that's how they explain Daryl Chill Williams being in a wheelchair. Yeah. Which he is. Right. <laughs> uh, I probably won't watch it. 
just <laughs> probably won't watch it. I don't know. Nah. I don't know. It sounds like it might actually, though, might be a good warmity, you know, kind of thing. You know, a nice little family. Fox did some nice shows. They did one called, um, it, not to be confused with In Living Color, but Living, was it called Living Color, Bert? Yeah. That, uh, and, and, or was it called True Color? Well. Something like that. I mean, this was way was back on the color. day when Fox had one night. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a decent family. And Rock, Rock was a really good um, comedy, warmity, family kind of. You could sit down and watch it. It wasn't so cheesy that the kids soaked it up and the adults were turned off. It was good acting and, and decent stories. And the situations didn't get ridiculous. So they they have done nice shows that are watchable nothing earth-shaking but good shows but when's the last time they did something like that well That's the d- maybe they're due yeah and then of course once you get it once they get an audience for it they cancel it especially right. if it's a yes. science fiction program well, yes yes and we've <laughs> talked about that uh also on fox the cleveland show this family guy uh spinoff that they've been talking about for probably two years uh finally coming out we'll see if it's literally a knockoff of Family Guy or not. I don't know. Or it's actually a different show. <laughs> I'm yeah. not the biggest Family Guy <laughs> fan. It should be a different show just because Cleveland isn't as stupid as Peter. <laughs> yeah. Peter's just retarded. Well, the thing, too, Family Guy, I think, would be a great cartoon if it was 10 minutes long and shown on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably true. And they could just call it Stewie and Brian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, all that junk about a plot line or anything. They don't nearly yeah. need that. Just just do it like uh, Robot Chicken. <laughs> then we have Community on NBC. Now, I saw this. Just uh, the premiere came out this past week. This was actually a very decent show where it's this guy who's a lawyer and he was disbarred mm-hmm. because they found out he didn't actually mm-hmm. graduate from college. And so he's now at a community college, and it's the 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 writing is really good. Uh, the only question I have is at the at the end of the episode is like, okay, how do you make a series out of this? Uh, it, it it seemed like a one act play. I missed the premiere because someone told me it wasn't on until next week, this week, whatever week we're in. Hmm, wonder that could have been. Hmm. Well, you can get that hmm. online. So. Looking across the room. Hmm. Working at a community college. Of course, I want to see this show. Uh, Chevy Chase being in it. Mm-hmm. And I, and I was I watch sometimes watch the talk soup. So I know Joel McHale, and find him to be quite funny. But when I saw that Chevy Chase was in it, it's like sold me on right there. All right. Then we have Cougar Town on ABC. <laughs> now this is from the producers of Scrubs. And it's Courtney Cox returning to television again. And they couldn't call it MILF City. No, no. So that's what they called it. We'll see. I think it gets fairly good, you know, possibilities being that it's the same producers as as Scrubs. Yeah, but will people please realize that no one in the cast of Friends except for the chick that played Phoebe could act? Well, yeah. (laughs) There is that. And Friends was awful. Mm-hmm. Call me. I'll tell you how awful it was. <laughs> the two episodes that I watched in its entirety. <laughs> Moving on to Eastwick on ABC, and this is as in Witches of yeah. Eastwick. Yeah. So now they did this show as a TV series yeah, in they, the 90s, and it didn't go that. anywhere. And then they did Charmed. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. What's new here? Right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 
We have Flash Forward on ABC, and this is essentially Lost 2.0. Uh, <laughs> it's some big, you know, mythic backstory thing where, whereas it says here, during a mysterious blackout, everybody in the world has a two-minute vision of their future. Two minutes of their future, or? Well, that's what it says, <laughs> a two-minute vision of their future. Like, you know, I want to think of what a have longer than two minutes <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you're going to need like you know every show will have to be picked apart frame by frame to understand what's going on as in as in lost uh, you know you'll have to it's it, it you know I, I don't want homework you know i yeah that's, I that's watch TV. Like too much it's too much work i like thinky tv but i don't know about this Not one too much we have The Forgotten, also ABC. A group of amateur crime solvers pick up cases in, uh, involving unidentified victims that the police have given up on. Do they so, have a big dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's cold case, essentially. I don't watch that one anyway. And uh, they're saying it's Jerry Bruckheimer's show, so it will at least look good. <laughs> It'll be pretty. And I'm guessing they'll use some sort of old rock song to introduce the show. <laughs> We have a forgotten rock song. Yeah, <laughs> we have Glee on Fox. Now this show actually premiered last spring yeah. in one yeah. episode, and then is now they've aired two episodes so far this season. I really like this show. It's a very snarky show. Obviously, a fairly unrealistic concept. All the characters are very much caricatures. Okay. <laughs> But, well, um, how's it compared? Like, okay, I didn't watch it because just the title like sent me running in another direction. Mm -hmm. How's it compared to something like Freaks and Geeks, which I know was on quite a while ago? I, well, <laughs> Freaks and Geeks is far more realistic than this show. Is. Okay, and well, you have these musical numbers in the middle of the show, so you have the little, little elements of cop rock here. But uh, <laughs> it's. Hey, I thought cop rock was fun. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> now I think the only shows ever, but I think the only concern that I'm, I'm reading on the various message boards is that the concern that the musical parts are really getting—they're using auto tuner for the for these singers—and it's really I mean, at the beginning, especially in the first episode, it really seemed like they were singing, and it wasn't just so much. Okay, now we're going to lip sync this, and somebody else has really fixed it in in post production. Mm. Um, so I'm hoping they're going to try to you know pull back about on that a little bit, make it a little more original. The music is too pop and happy. I won't watch it. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, then you won't like this show. Okay, <laughs> thanks for the warning. <laughs> not, uh, that the, the, not that the title itself just didn't send yeah. me off. <laughs> we have the Good Wife on CBS, and this is Juliana Margulies returning to television. It's a legal show, but it's also a woman whose husband gets involved in a scandal, a political scandal. Yes, a political scandal. So, and a sex scandal. So he must be Republican. Right. <laughs> and it, it just didn't really sound to me like it was more than one show. It could have been just a movie and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like anything they will yeah. continue. All right, then we have Hank on ABC, and it's Kelsey Grammer returning to television again. Ooh, with a facelift. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, powerful corporate executive suddenly finds himself unemployed, nearly broken, having to spend time with a family that might as well be a group of strangers. Where have we heard that story before? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I remember there was this show on about this professional guy <laughs> who lost all his credibility over something like a waitress or something mm -hmm. and then had to go back to his hometown and reconnect with a family that 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have Melrose Place again uh, over on the old CW, and this is how is that new? It's Melrose Place, the next generation, essentially. It's, eh, it's I didn't watch the first yeah. one. Didn't care about. Yeah, it. but it's uh, didn't care about nine oh two one oh. Yeah, <laughs> none of it. <laughs> we have Mercy on NBC, and this is a it seems like several nurse shows are suddenly yes. popping up. Well, doctors, well, they need something to put in place because ER finally ended. Right. So they're always trying our, to be the next ER. Got to have our mandatory doctor show on a network. <laughs> right. We have The Middle on ABC. Sounds a little too real. <laughs> um, Patricia Heaton from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond returning to TV again. I didn't love Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're saying this is kind of like Malcolm in the Middle told from the wife's perspective. That's what Malcolm in the Middle was anyway. Oh, I don't know. I mean, Malcolm in the Middle wasn't necessarily about Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking we, of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> we have Modern Family. Al Bundy for Trinity yes. Television. Ed O'Neill. And uh, Shot Like a Documentary. Comedy takes a look at what defines American am- family in this day and age. Okay, we've got everybody doing these Shot Like a Documentary. Yes. Just because Ricky Gervais had the genius idea of doing The Office. So let's uh, all do it. Not eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so let's all do it. And The Office is great. Okay, I watch The Office over and over. NCIS Los Angeles. And so it begins. Of We're going to start making clones of a clone show to begin with because <laughs> NCIS was spun off from JAG. Which I never watched any of them. So, and totally so now there's another show. Time. So be looking for NCIS Reno any day now. It's connected. <laughs> and they could do a crossover with Reno 911. It'd exactly. It's so much fun. Yes. <laughs> We have Shark Tank on ABC. Now, this already premiered, and it's a reality show. This is Dragon's Den on BBC. Well, it is. It is. It's it's very much... Dragon's Den can get nasty. I don't know if these guys would get as nasty. And as it's, so the idea is the, uh, these entrepreneurs uh, present their business proposals to five multimillionaire tycoons. Uh-huh. And I've actually seen some of the things on Dragon's Den show up at, like, Target and such. I only watch Dragon's Den once in a great while just to... I don't know. It's like... Flipping through the channels. Oh, let's see how mean they're being to somebody. All right. <laughs> then Three Rivers on CBS, a transplant hospital. Um, uh, I don't know. This is one of these shows that I'm sure will be, it, it might make it to January and that'll be about it. <laughs> juggling organs. This is another one that just sounds like one episode. And right. That's it. Or right. it could just be a movie and that's all. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's already been some movies. Ooh, we just planted this mass murderer's heart in this Sunday school teacher's body. What happens now? <laughs> now, it could be funny if it were like that. <laughs> then we have Trauma on NBC. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, is that the feeder show for the other one? Oh, hey, brain you, dead. Let's you have get trauma, them out and send them over to the other show. If you have trauma, you got to go over Three Rivers. It's the, uh, and, then, and then Mercy takes care of you. Uh, so this is... From, from Hawthorne. Hawthorne could take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> and from what I've... The ads I've seen from this, there's going to be a lot of explosions. Uh, maybe that's just the promo, but yeah. it's, it's kind of like uh, the old emergency show, except mm-hmm. it's ramped up several notches. Do they have ringers? Yeah. <laughs> ringers lactate. Mmm. Then we have V on ABC. So they're bringing back, going back into the 80s sci-fi series V. Yeah. And remaking it. Well, they figured since Battlestar did such exactly. a good job, they'll do V again. Now, I like the original V. No, so do so I. this is one that I may actually try to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta wait till November, though. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's how they get you, because you had to wait so long you forget that it's coming out. And 
and then it's out, and by golly, you're always watching something else in that time slot. Yeah. So. We have the Vampire Diaries over on the CW because, because everybody people, loves vampires. Because some people can't afford HBO. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't want their kids watching that movie, that, that vampire show on there anyway. Well, yeah. It's off for the... This is for the Twilight so. group, isn't it? Yeah, this, oh, is yes. the, this is the Twilight equivalent. Yes. Because yeah. both, I mean, they're both based on books, so this is another book series that's out there. And they just, since Twilight did so darn well, they had to make another... TV, they had to make a TV series based on a, a series of vampire books and see how it does. Right. And if it can pick up on that whole thing. And they've already got stuff out for it, you know. So, already got merchandise out for it because they're just expecting it to do so darn well. <laughs> and TBD. then, and then TBD. finally, the, <laughs> the uh, rounding things out, we're on USA White Collar. A con artist and an FBI agent team up to what else? Solve white collar crimes. Yeah. Wait a minute. We have this one show that we watch, and it's a con artist and an FBI agent. <laughs> That's my phone. Um, a con artist and an FBI agent that um, team up and uh, solve crimes kind of thing, you know? You know? Only they well, solve, like, crimes on the fringe of science. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Didn't go too far for that one, USA. But USA usually does a pretty good, um, pretty good shows. Pretty I like the show shows. better when it was called Switch. When it's called Switch, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch Switch. <laughs> Back in the seventies. <laughs> well, wasn't um, Psych kind of a con artist and somebody else? Well, there's a lot of these. Yeah, con artist and a detective. <laughs> there's a lot of con artists now on TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, essentially, that's what Community's about. This guy's a con artist. Yeah. He just happens to be a lawyer. <laughs> All right, so that gives you an idea of what's coming up uh, as far as uh, new fall shows. But now let's talk a little bit about the Emmys. Now, as we t we're taping this, this is the the Sunday. The Emmys are actually in a few hours. Printed oh, out the the official ballot. Ooh. Or well, actually, it's not the official ballot; it's a ballot. <laughs> and so let's just take a look through these. We're going to try to give you an idea of who we would like to see win, and then who will probably win, anyways. All right. Or um, how many of these shows we actually watch? Right. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's actually start at the bottom uh, on, the, mm -hmm. on this list because it kind of builds up to the the big categories. So we have well, we're not going to worry about reality competition TV program because whatever, Amazing Race is one every year and it'll win again this year. Oh, well, that's too bad because that. Project Runway is the only it, one I ever watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And uh, I don't even know why, because I don't like these shows, but I get to watch in Project One Way. I think it's the art, because some of the outfits, some I mean, it's there's this art angle to it, and you see what these people are able to do, and it's like, man, I'd almost learn to sew. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we have Supporting Actress in a Comedy, and we have Kristen Chenoweth from Pushing Daisies, Jane Krakowski from 30 Rock, Elizabeth Perkins from Weeds, Amy Poehler from SNL, Kristen Wiig from SNL, Vanessa Williams, Ugly Betty. Okay, you can take out the two SNLs because two people all from the same show, they'll cancel out each other's votes. <laughs> Let's see. Elizabeth Perkins see, on Weeds. Weeds Not enough see, people watch that. I don't see well. Weeds so much as a comedy because it's a it's it's not a... What do you th I mean, I it's love Weeds. It's not really Weeds. a laugh out loud thing. I mean, funny it's, things happen, but it's usually tragic things happening at the same time. Yeah, it's got right. a lot of tension and... Um, Elizabeth Perkins, wonderful in the yeah. show. I mean, I never yeah. would have thought she'd be that character, but yeah, you, she, she's great on it. But I don't consider that a comedy. I loved Pushing Daisies. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, she Kristen Chenoweth should win this. It, I, I I really like to see that. And then they can feel bad about uh, canceling the show. And, yes. And actually, Jane Krakowski on Thirty Rock, I think she's like the weakest player on that show. Yeah. She's good, but she is like the yeah. weakest player on that yeah. show. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's why this is just a supporting actress. Though. Yeah, but she's still the weakest. That she's not that's even a show that's very well. Yeah. yeah. Supporting actress in a drama: Rose Byrne, Damages; Hope Davis, In Treatment; Cherry Jones, Twenty Four. Sandra O, oh, Grey's Anatomy, Diane Weist in Treatment, Chandra Wilson, Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Watch any of those. So, okay, so <laughs> you two Grey's Anatomy, two, two, two in Treatment, two in Treatment, get rid of those. So we're out. down, yeah, we're down to Rose Byrne and Cherry Jones, on either Twenty Four or Damages. Never seen either having show. never seen Damages or Twenty Four. I would have to assume it would be Damages because Twenty Four sucks. Oh. Yeah. Did you I know, say that out loud? Well, there, there's that, and the fact that it's generally the Emmys more and more go to channels other than. The big networks. Okay. So okay. I'm guessing damages over. I think it's, it's uh, FX, I believe. Supporting actor in a comedy John Cryer, Two and a Half Men, Kevin Dillon, Entourage, Neil Patrick Harris, How I Met Your Mother. Okay, that's the end of that. It's Neil Patrick Harris, as far as I'm concerned. I don't have no more no more uh, calls. We're done. I don't even need to read the oh, rest of the list. I don't know. I think Rain Wilson down here will give, a, <laughs> give him a run for his money. Uh, well, I like Jack McBrayer, but, but again, that's because I don't really watch How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I like Rain Wilson quite a bit, but it's like he's creepy. <laughs> His character's creepy. Rain, he's not creepy. The character he plays is just kind of creepy. hes It's almost like you could look at his character on that show and say, do not hire this one or yeah. we'll all quit. Yeah. <laughs> but you have the other the other factor. Neil Patrick Harris is hosting the Emmys. Oh. oh. So oh, the that, host has never won, have they? Oh, it's happened before. Okay. It's happened before. Oh, give it to him anyway. He's but, funny. But then you even have the better the better option if he doesn't win, and then he has to go through the rest of the awards night, because it's one of the first ones given. Oh, oh. so he could be miserable yeah, the, and the make, time. Yeah, and make fun of that the whole night. So I don't know. Ah. All right, so we have... Then uh, next year he could win an Emmy for hosting this year's Emmy, right. and it would be all better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. We have supporting actor in a drama. Huh. Christian Clemenson, Boston Legal, Michael Emerson, Lost, William Hurt, Damages, Aaron Paul, Breaking Bad, William Shatner, Boston Legal, John Slattery, Mad Men. Breaking Bad. Uh, I think it's John Slattery, Mad Men. I've not seen Mad Men, or I've seen just little bits of Mad Men, but I watched every bit of Breaking Bad, and that was one of the most intense programs, dramas I've ever seen. It's just that one, and, and they tied it up at the end so beautifully. I'm I'm really expecting a Mad Men sweep yeah, I know. For, for the drama. That one I hear is really popular. I just have not had time to watch yeah. that one. I, I watched the first episode of it, and I was bored. Oh yeah, I have to say because it really moved. At least the first episode just moved at this glacial pace, and okay. it was like, okay, let's move on. We get it. It's the '60s. Get it. <laughs> we uh, get it. This is the '60s. We were there. <laughs> let's see. Lead actress in a comedy. Christina Applegate, Samantha Who, Tony Collette, United States of Terra, Julie Louis Dreyfus, Old Christine, Tina Fey, Thirty Rock, Mary Louise Parker Weeds, Sarah Silverman, the Sarah Silverman program. Uh, I'm assuming Tina Fey for a second year. Mm, Any? Yeah. I hate Sarah Silverman. Mm. Mary Louise Parker's great on Weeds, but again, I don't consider Weeds a comedy. Mm -hmm. Samantha Who, I have liked that show. Uh, but, but she has... And Tara, I don't really consider Tara a comedy. Now, now you have another factor here. Christina Applegate, of course, had the whole breast cancer issue. Yeah. So you get it. That, that generally has a huge... <laughs> oh, you think that'll play? <laughs> oh, it does. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 like oh, I'm crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, a disease has a huge impact on how many votes you get. 
you know, I mean, put it this way: if 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 if, a, if an actor dies, it's it's an absolute lock that you have yeah. to give it to that person. <laughs> it's, you know, because nobody can be mad at exactly. Them. <laughs> All right, you have lead actress in a drama: Glenn Close, Damages, Sally Field, Brothers and Sisters, Mariska Hartigay, Law and Order SVU, Holly Hunter, Saving Grace, Elizabeth Moss, Mad Men. Kira Sedgwick, The Closer. And I watch none of those shows. And I, and I think that continues the Mad Men sweep. <laughs> okay. Elizabeth Moss, my opinion. Lead actor in a comedy. Alec Baldwin, 30 Rock. Steve Carell, Office. Jermaine Clement, Flight of the Concords. Jim Parsons, Big Bang Theory. Tony Shalhoub, Monk. Charlie Sheen, Two and a Half Men. That's probably going to go to Jim Parsons. I really would like to see it go to Jim Parsons. I'd like to see Jermaine get it. He cracks me up. I think it will. I, I, this, the Concords are hilarious. I, I'm worried it's going to go to Shaloub yet again because he's won it almost every year. But see, I've never seen Monk as a comedy and Neither either. do I. Monk is a wonderful show, and it's got its funny moments. Right. And it's the only reason you don't want to kill Adrian Monk. Yes. But I don't see it as a comedy. Big Bang Theory is a fun show. Okay, nerd. it should be Jim Parsons. It really should. Be. The Flight of the Concourse is just hilarious. <laughs> but you have to—I don't know if we have enough of that appreciation for that really downbeat humor that and, in this in this country. And the Emmy voting group tends to be older, okay. so it's well. Give it the Alec Baldwin's hilarious. Corell's yeah. hilarious too. Yeah, Alec Baldwin I think is really funny because he's playing his opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we have lead actor in a drama, Simon Baker, The Mentalist, Gabriel Byrne in Treatment, Brian Cranston, Breaking Bad, Michael C. Hall, Dexter, John Hamm, Mad Men, Hugh Laurie, House. Uh, it's John Hamm. Again, uh, Mad you, Men did you, did you watch Breaking Bad? I did not. Okay, people who know Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the mm-hmm. Middle. Oh, I've heard great things about this it. This show was just, I mean, for him as an actor to play this person, one of the most fascinating shows just ever ever put together two seasons is all it took was it two seasons Bert? yep two seasons they tied up the whole story and did so much see i'd love to see breaking bad get something like that so people will go mm-hmm. watch it yeah it would be nice all right so we have now you see you've got michael c hall there though he'll be yeah just sitting there doing that little that look that he does <laughs> yeah and if he doesn't get it then you, you feel almost like everybody else out there <laughs> is, is a marked person now. yeah dexter's a great show and Hugh Laurie, I mean, he's, this house, the character is just so different from anything else he's ever done. Right. And that's, right. I think that's why this show gets as, is as popular as it is. I mean, for people that knew Hugh Laurie before, it's like, oh, well, he's just so different. And they either like it or they don't like it, but most of them like it. Mm-hmm. And the people that never heard of him just, they look at it and say, wow, this, this guy, he's so, he's so off and so put offish you know that he shouldn't be as good as he is but yet i mean everything gets solved and well now what's he in an asylum right now or something something like that yeah i like you better when he's funny all right then do outstanding drama first you want to do drama first drama okay all right we're gonna fight about let's have a fight so (laughs) big love breaking bad damages dexter house lost mad men and you think Mad Men's going to take it. <laughs> I, I, it? There's a huge amount of buzz for this show. Uh, I think it is the fact that uh, a lot of the, again, older, skewing Emmy voters lived through that as adults. <laughs> okay. You know, that era. So it's comforting to them in a way. So 
I see where you want a Mad Men sweep. I want a Breaking Bad sweep. Mm-hmm. I also watch Big Love and Dexter. I I just like to see Dexter take it. Would be just neat to see it's Dexter. So it is very different. Big Love is just an odd show. You either like it or can't stand mm-hmm. it. I don't think Wilbert can stand it. No, I, I just don't <laughs> like. It. I know. I like it because <laughs> it's a soap opera. Essentially, it's a soap opera, <laughs> and it, but it's a good dirty soap opera. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Outstanding Comedy, Entourage, mm-hmm. Family Guy, Flight of the Concords, How I Met Your Mother, The Office, 30 Rock, and Weeds. Well, eliminate I would, Weeds. I would love to see Flight of the Concords take it, but I don't think no. enough people watch it. So I don't think enough people out. understand it either. I don't think people are going to vote for Family Guy because it's like, okay. Because it's retarded. Well, okay. <laughs> there's that and the fact that it's an animated show. They basically said, no, we're not going to go for animated show. We're going to go for best comedy. Yeah. I think people aren't going to like that. And Family Guy just isn't. It's funny, but like I said, it's 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 just like a robot chicken kind of show. It mm-hmm. doesn't. You can miss half of it and not miss a thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tune in at any point during the show. I didn't realize Entourage was a comedy. I just thought it was a dumb show. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that I don't understand that. Uh, I think The Office is hilarious. I think 30 Rock's very funny. I'd mm. really like 30, to... 30 Rock did a big sweep on it last year, didn't yes. they? Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking it's either 30 Rock or How I Met Your Mother. Mm. And I don't know that How I Met Your Mother has enough pull to do it. So I'm I'm looking at 30 Rock or Weeds, but not enough people probably watch Weeds. Weeds, so yeah. Or consider it a comedy. Yeah. 30 Rock will probably take it. You right. know, The Office is fun. I was going to say, The Office would give 30 Rock, if you if you look at this, and yeah, The Office would give 30 Rock a pretty good run if you just take it down to those two. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, the last thing I just wanted to note here is, I've, I've read that the Emmys, you may have noticed there are a lot more than the standard five yeah. that uh-huh. they're normally uh, nominees, and I guess there was a big complaint that the same people won every year, and so they changed the system. So there are six nominees, and if there's a tie, there are seven nominees. And that's why you ended up with seven in both the Outstanding Drama and Outstanding Comedy. Apparently, the way they're doing it now is when you vote, you vote for your... You actually rank them. You don't just say, this is my show. You rank them, and then it's whoever got the most votes of number ones, and then... Uh, it's, it's they got some, a formula. Yeah, they got doing a formula math now. Right. Well, and they're doing that <laughs> mainly because they realize when they, inc- they when they increase the number of nominees, they had the real possibility that some show that got like eleven percent of the vote mm-hmm. could win. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if you know, it was it was such a it would be so easy for a show that just barely and and the problem with that is then you end up with a show. And that's all the, the other concern has been about the Emmys that that some shows, especially especially dramas, especially miniseries and movies for TV, have all pretty much all been HBO and Showtime. Mm-hmm. And so you have a great well. yeah. Well, you do you do, and there's a good reason for that. But the result is the audience goes, I've never heard of this show because the grand majority of People don't have HBO and Showtime, and so the ratings go down for the Emmys, and they don't like that. So, well, that's too bad because like HBO and Showtime make the best series. Well, they do. But... I mean, the Tudors, man, that'll knock you out. <laughs> right, but the networks don't like 
when the ratings go down. So <laughs> well, that's too bad. Make better shows. Make yeah. shows for grown-ups. Yeah, that would help. But, <laughs> and also, my concern with the Emmys is they're not giving enough to the Daily Show or the or the Colbert Report. They they have they one. <laughs> they have best writing and then best. It's like best Stephen Colbert. Yeah, best Stephen Colbert. <laughs> But well, but the thing is, you you really want. I mean, in a, in a way, you want Colbert to lose because then he spends a week going <laughs> on about. You give him material for. Just want to remind you, you can go to sfpodcastnetwork.com for the feed and other SF Productions podcast. You can go to iTunes and search for Vast Wasteland. You can contact us via the website or email us at sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. And you can call the new voice line at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the Emmys. And don't tell us how right or wrong we are because we really don't care. Right. (laughs)